So if you don't have the health and vitality, guess what? You can't make your life or your business work. On my next episode of La Dolce Vita, the formula for fabulous living, my guest talks about the secret sauce on how to have it all. And it starts with your health because after all, your health is your wealth. So stay tuned. Frankie Lee, dimmi. Quale senza della vita? The meaning of life is to live la dolce vita, which is the formula for fabulous living. Hi, my name is Heather Picken, and welcome to the La Dolce Vita Show, the formula for fabulous living. I'm the catalyst in helping you to be more confident, create your dream business, and attract elite clients, and live a fabulous life. Here's Heather, helping you to upgrade your life to fabulous. Upgrade your life to fabulous, right, Frankie? You're fabulous. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of La Dolce Vita, the formula for fabulous living. And there is a formula for having success not only in your business, but in every area of your life. And today, we're going to talk about the formula for creating optimal vitality, really being able to focus, especially when you're all, you know, when you're, if you're home like me working on your business, if you don't have your health then you know, you really don't have anything. And so my guest today, Joan Lubar is going to talk about, you know, what that formula is. So Joan, thank you so much for being my guest today. Oh, well, it's great to be here. I'm really looking forward to talking with you, Heather. Absolutely. Now, I always like to kind of find out someone's journey, why they're doing what they do, because it typically, in my experience, um, it happens with having a void, something missing, something lacking in their life to evolve why, you know, why you're doing what you're doing, why, you know, you're focusing on health and creating, you know, just that healthy vitality and a healthy lifestyle. So if you could share with our viewers a little bit about um, your background and how you came to this place today. Very easy. I would love to. <laughs> Actually, I would say really the whole world of health started when I was a teenager and I had a thyroid problem and they finally got it fixed when I was like 15 and there's a lot of things that came into creating that. But um, by the time I was 20 and married um, and we moved to Germany because my former husband was in the service, um, they told me, no, you don't need thyroid anymore, which actually wasn't the case. So over the years, I sort of struggled with a little bit of uh, tiredness and um, then I also had my older son, and he ended up with ADHD. There may be some correlation to that, but I have never researched that to the point that I would use that in my um, work that I do. But I couldn't find anything, anything uh, as to what to do. They called it hyperactive at the time, and he's now going to be 53. So... 
clearly that was a long time ago, and they really had no information. So I started to dabble in nutrition then. Um, changed some of the foods we were eating and whatever, but really didn't know what to do and didn't have anybody to turn to. Then when I was 40, I ended up with a hysterectomy because I had fibroid tumors and I was uncomfortable enough. The doctor said, when you're uncomfortable enough, we'll, you know, have your surgery. Well, at that time I wasn't on any thyroid medication and after the surgery, I was completely wiped out. I could not get my energy back. I started to gain weight and I mean, I was falling asleep at work. My boss was real happy. And so I really had to do something, and I went to the doctor, and the doctor said, well, you're over 40, and you've had a hysterectomy, and therefore, you are going to be more tired. You're going to gain weight. Well, I'm sorry. That was not part of my plan. So I left the office with, like, steam coming out of my ears. Have you ever had that feeling before? And decided I have to be responsible for my own health because I'm certainly not getting the information from the medical world, which led me on a journey. And that journey took me to a friend's house, a friend of a friend's house. And she had been interested and been working with nutrition and nutritional supplements for a couple of years by that time. And I listened to what she had to say because basically otherwise it was go to the health food store and have no idea what to ask for. And I started on some of the products she recommended, and within two weeks, even without thyroid medication, I was like not falling asleep at work, yay, and um, feeling more energy, and my whole metabolism changed, and I started to lose weight. So it was like, oh, wow, something was going on in my body. I want to learn more. And over the last 35 years, because it's been 35 years since that event, um, I have started to learn a lot more about nutrition. I got very involved with a particular nutrition company because they worked so well, and I liked their research and all the things that came with that. But I also do a lot more than just that. And I built a whole business on how to get well, how to stay well. And then about, oh, two years ago, I'd been told by all my friends, hey, you don't look in your 70s at all. You don't have the spirit of somebody old. You have the spirit of somebody really young. You need to tell everybody how you did this, what you did. And that led me to writing an amazing or go on an amazing journey writing a book called Rock and Roll at Any Age. And I grew up in rock and roll, and I love it. I had to make every chapter a rock and roll song. So um, that's been quite a journey. It was self-educational, too, because I learned a lot about myself as I was writing this. And I really understood and now feel like I can share a lot more that greater overview of what it is to stay healthy as you age. I love that. And, you know, I, I work with a lot of especially fearless and fabulous female visionaries that really want to get their message out there. And I always help them to connect the dots, like looking at some of the biggest so-called tragedies or traumas in their life, 
where they can take that inspiring message and really empower people all over the world. So I like what you're doing with your work and how this evolved. And as an entrepreneur, uh, I'm sure you can agree that you've got to get focused. You've got to be on fire. I know for me, actually, my background is actually uh, years ago, I was a personal trainer and competed in bodybuilding and fitness. So it was really important to me. And I've realized like, you know, when I am, especially being an entrepreneur, I have to be focused. I have to be on fire. So let's, let's talk about some of the mistakes that you <laughs> see women entrepreneurs working all day, whether it be their computer or they're on their go, they're, they're on the go. They have maybe kids, they're all over the place. So what are the, Let's, I like to start with the mistakes. So what do, you, what do you see that women are doing? You know, it's funny you should ask because so many women entrepreneurs are trying to be entrepreneurs, <clears throat> excuse me, in their 20s and early 30s when they have young children. And that is what I call the super mom syndrome. And a friend of mine who is a psychologist, she and I are doing um, a whole workshop on the supermom syndrome and actually the myth of the supermom. Now, granted, there's many entrepreneurs, women entrepreneurs who are not with young children, uh, but it really starts there for so many of us that um, the mistakes that are made is not taking care of yourself. And self-care is like everything. If you don't care of you, take, take care of you, you can't take care of anybody else. You can't take care of your business at least not effectively. Now, I probably am a little bit ADHD myself. Uh, I think I drove my mother crazy. And so focus and focusing on specific things and getting them done has been a challenge for me over the years. And I think I finally got to the point where I really can focus. And one of the things that's very helpful, there's a couple different things. One is a book called Just One Thing. And it really trains you to do one thing at a time as opposed to multitasking. And I believe that women inherently multitask because we have to, if we've had children, we have to watch the children, do the dishes, do the laundry, work if that's what we're doing, uh, and fit it all in and, and all kinds of different chaotic things happen as we, as we go along in life. So we automatically are multitaskers. So the key is going to be to try and recognize that that's the case. Step back and go, okay, let me look at my day. Let me see if I can figure out what I can accomplish. And I have to tell you a quick story. A friend of mine did a survey. The first thing she did was ask a bunch of women how many things were on their to-do list. And actually, Heather, how many things are usually on your to-do list? Four. Excellent. Because <laughs> the women she asked had 20 to 25 things uh. on their to-do list. So she said, well, how many things did you, get do you get accomplished each day? And they would go, oh, maybe six. And they would be so upset with themselves. So then she went and asked a group of men. And every one of them said, oh, I have like six things on my to-do list every day. And at the end of the day, what did you accomplish? Oh, I got all six of them done. I feel really good. 
uh, you know, I'm, I'm very pleased with myself. So one of the things that women really have to look at is what are they taking on? And if they can narrow that down to four to six things a day that they want to accomplish, the feeling of success will just go up dramatically. So those are, that's, that's a big mistake. And then, of course, taking care of yourself is another, another one that we all make. Because as women, we also feel like we have to be better. And it's probably true. If you're working for someone else um, or you're in a man's world, even as a solopreneur, you're coming up against, I have to be better better then. So you're always expecting more of yourself and you're forgetting to take care of yourself. So self-care, again, it goes back to that being a major issue as well. Absolutely. No, I totally agree, especially what you're talking about. You know, what you're doing every day, I just focus on the highest priorities. What are those? I get them done. And if I have time left over, I'll go ahead and do that. And I also like what you mentioned is, you know, really putting yourself first, because a lot of times, you know, when you're not doing that, you'll end up getting sick. So if you're pleasing everyone else, you're being pulled in all these different directions, then your body, I always say your body is a feedback mechanism, yes. to conscious mind to get you to wake up, to ask yourself, are you paying attention? Are you really focusing on what matters the most? Now, what about, what do you find, um, you know, the best things, you know, as to eat, uh, what would you recommend for women to eat uh, during the day? Because uh, I know, obviously, the bad things, sugar <laughs> and that sort of thing, um, is just a breeding ground for dis-ease in the body and feeling tired and sluggish. So what, what are some of the things that you recommend for women entrepreneurs so that they have a lot of energy during, you know, throughout the day? Well, first, I, I recommend breakfast. <laughs> You have to start with protein in your breakfast so that you can balance your blood sugar. And that carries you through a good part of the day. So if you are not quite as uh, good about grabbing something to eat in the middle of the day and planning it, um, at least you have that balance and that immunity set up in the morning. I usually do a protein smoothie. I... Uh, because of my thyroid condition, which I have to say, it's been interesting. When I I was not on thyroid uh, medication at all until maybe 15 years ago, at the, and even then, it took years to get it balanced correctly. So I would have to be really, really careful with what I ate. And what I found is that if I didn't have, and usually it was a protein smoothie in the morning. Because if you use a really high-quality protein powder, and there's a few of them out there, there's some good ones, um, that gives you enough protein grams to really get kickstart your day and get you through it. And I've had days, this is years ago, when I wasn't, um, my thyroid wasn't being taken care of properly. I, um, if I went out and I, say, had an appointment, and it was like noon, and I'd been in a rush in the morning, and I'd not done anything. I'm driving home at noon, and I am falling asleep in the car. So it's so, so important to get that protein in the morning. So I, that's number one. Then 
you should have a protein snack at least twice a day, once in the morning, once in the afternoon. And that can be, <coughs> excuse me, that can be nuts. It can be a high-quality snack bar that has at least 10 grams of protein. Um, and then you can add to that fruits and vegetables, you know, just things that you can make ahead of time. And um, keep in a little baggie. If, you have a, if you're at home, you can always have it in the refrigerator. Um, you can have leftover chicken, say, that you have from the night before if you're not a vegetarian. Um, I love... Um, well, I love things like um, figs and prunes as little extras, and then throw in um, some veggies, some hummus. Um, I tend to not eat a lot of wheat. I find that that makes me and my person, who I am, um, tired. That seems to get me bloated and tired. So I really avoid most wheat. Right. There's very few wheats in America that are very good. You know, it's, it's interesting because I do a lot of weight training, like really heavy lifting and I eat bread. I mean, I eat carbs, <laughs> I eat a lot of carbs, but I find everyone is different because after I work out, my muscles need refueled. So I'll have a good amount of uh, carbohydrates, especially if I do legs or protein. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I find it's very individualized uh, with, with helping women to kind of figure out what they need to eat in order to optimize, you know, their nutrition. I know when I was doing the personal training, one of the things that I found, and I don't know if you found this to be true too, but a lot of times women wouldn't eat enough. They wouldn't eat enough protein, number one. Absolutely. They wouldn't eat enough calories. Mm -hmm. And then therefore their metabolism would actually be impaired, especially if they were putting, uh, they were doing a lot of steady state cardio, which can create metabolic damage. I actually went through that myself and I had to repair my metabolism uh, by understanding what was going on. But do you find the women that you work with are not eating enough to support their uh, lean muscle? Totally, totally. In fact, I had a, a, a young woman, this is before I moved to Portland, Oregon, I had a young woman who really needed to lose weight. And um, I, I'm trying to remember about the one thing, I used to teach country western dancing. So she was one of our dance dancers. And um, she started to lose her hair. And she talked to me and I said, you're not eating enough. And you're definitely not eating enough protein. And I gave her a little program to do. And she, she said, oh no, I can't, I can't eat that many calories. And I said, no, you're wrong. I said, it's exactly the opposite. You've slowed down your metabolism because you're not getting enough food and your body's saying, oh, we must be in starvation mode. So she would not eat even 500 calories and that was just awful. So she started going on the protein supplement that I gave her and some vitamins and all of a sudden her hair started coming back and she had more energy than she had in years so it's very very important to yes. make sure you're getting enough food um for actually for um, workouts i have a couple of things that i've used one is um it's a whey and soy protein combination that's a repair that if you use within like 45 minutes of working out it totally neutralizes the lactic acid and helps the repair kick in quickly and when I work out, I usually do that. Sometimes I even put my um, performance drink, which is a, like a 
hydrating drink and in water and I add some of this physique drink and I mix it up and I drink it during workout. But normally you do it afterwards and it works just amazingly well. And then there's a brand new product that I just came across called Recover and you take it at night after you've worked out. And I have been just amazed at how I feel in the morning because um, over the last few months, I haven't worked out as much as I normally do. And so when I went back, um, oh, hello, muscles, you know, <laughs> they were talking to me. So I started on this recover afterwards and made sure I did the uh, physique as well. And oh, my goodness, the next day I wasn't dying. <laughs> so but but it's really important. You've just got to eat enough. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I find, you know, when I'm working out, it, it obviously it, it releases those endorphins mm -hmm. to where you're feeling good, especially if you have stress. Like if I have a stressful day oh. um, with my business and sometimes I, you know, it's pretty even keel, but every once in a while I will have a stressful day where something just goes off the rails. And so I go to, I go to the gym and it allows me to get back into the zone. And I find, I don't know if, 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 if this happens to you, but I find I solve my biggest problems. Like Einstein kept a waterproof <laughs> notebook in the shower where he came up with all his ideas. And I kind of do that at the gym. So I'll be resting in between sets, I'll be able to decompress, and then I'll come up with solutions to issues that I have during that day. So I don't know if, if, if you kind of have that same uh, thought process or you just kind of use it as a, you know, just an energy boost. You know, that's interesting. I actually haven't particularly used it that way, but I can certainly see how that would be an awesome way to process things as you um, decompress. For me, dance is my place to go into the zone. Um, and I also do yoga, which is another way of totally um, leaving everything in your life out. <laughs> you know, you yeah. just um, get into a zone there as well. And then the other thing I do is jazzercise. And again, you're, you're, that's like dancing, so I enjoy that very much. And um, you, you do get into another world. It's funny because I don't really solve my problems there. Uh, oftentimes, I solve my issues as I'm lying in bed. And um, I'll try to meditate before I go to bed and <clears throat> just do some kind of relaxation. And, or if I wake up in the middle of the night and my brain starts to kick in, all of a sudden, I mean, I've written so many letters and so many, gotten so many ideas. Actually, this morning, I, uh, last night I did a presentation called um, Insider Secrets to be Healthy in 2018. And uh, one of the things that I'm offering people are meditations um, in a four-week program. And um, I thought, you know, I decide, I mean, I've been meditating, so I can easily create a meditation, but I want these to be really special. And so this morning I woke up and I'm lying there because I was up maybe half an hour earlier than I normally get, get up. And I started creating meditation. And I mean, you know, so that's my time that uh, works for me. But I'm going to start thinking about when I work out, okay, let me implant or put an intention out to resolve something that's going on for me. And that's a great idea. 
Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's funny because I can't tr- I can't turn my brain off, especially when it comes to business, because that's a high okay. value for me. So I kind of find myself always thinking about other clients or thinking about some of the things that I'm creating, and it's just a it's a good place. So. I really want to get that message out there for women entrepreneurs. If you don't have an exercise routine, if you're eating like crap, it's time to, to up, upgrade you know, your mind and your body and, and have some kind of formula that works for you, whether it be yes. yoga, weightlifting, um, just getting into the flow. And Joan, I really enjoyed our conversation today. So where can people learn more about you? They can contact me at joan at joanlubar.com. That's L-U-B-A-R. And um, my website is also joanlubar.com. And I'd be happy to get back to them. And they can even call me at 503-698-9493. And I'd be happy to have a conversation with them. I um, have uh, some wellness programs. I'm a um, nutrition coaching. And it's so much more, though, than that. And in my book, Rock and Roll at Any Age, I really cover everything from your attitude to your food to your supplements to your sleep to your movement. Movement is so important, as you, as you know. Um, what else do I A Spirituality. I mean, it's all one. And I think if we work on our attitude first in many ways, that can prompt us to make the changes we need to make. But I'm, I would love to work with anyone. And I have some four-week introductory programs if they're interested and would love to be helpful. That sounds great. And for those that are watching or listening, uh, make sure you go to the show notes. That information will be there as well. Well, again, Joan, thank you so much for being my guest. And to everyone that's watching, if you're watching over on my uh, YouTube channel, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe because that's how we get the word out there uh, along with uh, iTunes. Until next time, this is Heather Pickin with La Doc Javita, the formula for fabulous living. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. So if you found this show to be fabulous, (laughs) please share with your fabulous friends, rate, review, and subscribe on YouTube and iTunes. (laughs) I'll make sure I take a beatbox lesson, right? (laughs) Or give my little chihuahua a bone. That's me. Fabulous.